Hello, and welcome to The Intimate Factor, where we discuss God's truths about love and life, bringing intimacy in a way you never thought. I'm Stephanie Smith, and we're going to begin this journey of love like we've never known before. Hello, my Intimate Factor family. I know it has been a minute since I have been on here. I wish I could go through all the ups and downs with you. Um, it has been an emotional, psychological, physical roller coaster, but we are back. Every month I will be dropping a recording, uh, a podcast to keep you guys engaged. Please watch our Facebook, our Instagram, and our TikTok as, again, once a month I'll be dropping things on there as well, um, periodically. Um, So please just keep your eyes out. If you have any questions, you can always contact us, intimatefactorgmail.com. I wanted to get that out of the way because I believe what I want to discuss today is very important. One of the biggest things we talk about is intimacy, intimate factor, it's in its name. So when we talk about intimacy and we talk about intimate factor, we talk about the presence and the love of God, you know, it's interesting to me how we just allow it to be so nonchalant sometimes and how when we talk about the glory and the, the holiness of God, that that is birthed through intimacy as we get closer and closer to the Father. And as we get closer to intimacy, I notice sometimes people go really way deep off the deep end and they forget the very reason we have this access. And that's through his salvation, the salvation of Jesus Christ. So today I want to do a scripture that has to do with the very salvation in which why we have this intimate place why we can go into the throne room of God and lay at his feet and be or lay our ears on his bosom and hear his heartbeat or how we can be have access to these places and it's truly through the salvation of the father through the through Jesus Christ that died on the cross he was the son of God and therefore because of this we have access he tore the veil so that we have access he he broke the this the bondages of death so that we could have access and i just i think sometimes we get so into it that we forget the very simplistic thing of salvation so first i want to um go into scripture then we'll i'll do a prayer and then i i want to give you an invitation if you've never known jesus christ like that if you were browbeat with the Bible or if you were just didn't wasn't offered relationship and you were only offered religion. Now there's a very fine balance between knowing the word, but the word is life and that ignites our spirit. So there's there's a pattern to it. But today I want to come from Romans 10:9. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. And it says, Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord recognizing his power authority and majesty as god and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved so a lot of people reference back to john three sixteen, which you know basically says for god so greatly loved the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as a savior shall not perish but have eternal life but you have to believe in him 
And as we begin to believe, we have to confess with our mouth that it is so. You know, I've been reading a couple of books um, and both of them have been really just hitting me hard about my habits. Uh, One has been hitting me hard about mandates and how we see things, how we hear things, how we speak things. And what we speak is what we want to see, not necessarily, it's like, okay, um, what was one uh, one thing that they used was, oh, um, do you smoke? Oh, well, I'm a former smoker. Instead of just saying, no, I'm a non-smoker. There's a difference in mindset. One professes that I still have the possibility of being one and the other one saying, no, not at all. And so we are denouncing and claiming that we are not a smoker, even though I may have smoked 30 years ago, which I haven't. Um, I may have smoked 30 years ago, but I'm not claiming that anymore. So as we profess with our mouth, so is it. So and that's why it says here you have to acknowledge, not only believe in. It's like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. We also believe that our favorite football team is going to win the Super Bowl and they haven't even made it to the playoffs. So it's like, okay. And then, you know, it's like, I believe, I believe, I believe. But do you acknowledge the fact that they, you know, our team didn't make it to the playoffs? Did you acknowledge the fact that your team I'm not going to say you are our team, um, is horrible. You know, have we confessed with our mouth it is so and seeing the reality of it? So it's like, yes, it's nice. We can come and we can believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. But are we confessing it with our mouth? Are we confessing that he is our Lord? We are recognizing his power. We are recognizing his authority. We are recognizing the the majesty as God. Do we believe in our heart? It's not just to say it with our mouth. We could say a lot of things with our mouth and not ever mean it. But do we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus Christ, the Son of God and the Son of Man, from the dead? Do we believe it? Do we confess it with our mouth? Are we afraid to confess it? Are we at work? Are we doing different things? Are we not confessing Jesus is our Lord? Because I think part of the problem that we run into today now this is a personal thought process is a lot of times we don't have the movement that we desire in our lives or we don't have the movement in our workplaces because as soon as we step into there we may even acknowledge it but we don't confess Jesus so we're sitting here Peter as Jesus is getting crucified like no I don't know him we're in a boardroom full of people and they're willing to give you a check and you have to make a decision. Are you going to profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Or are you going to receive your grant? Are you going to receive your money? Are you going to receive your bonus? And if you had to choose, what would you choose? So we have to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. Shout it from the rooftops. Be the shining light on the hill. Be the one that stands in the gap for the people who won't say anything. You know, are we... This I keep hearing a lot of people, this is the season for the people of God to be bold. This is the season for us to walk in the greatness of God. This is the season for holiness. This is the season of glory. But I sit here and I think that's fantastic and that's wonderful. And the miracle signs and wonders for the world to come in, that's great. But we can't even confess Jesus as our Lord in workplace. How can we going to have miracle signs and wonders anywhere else? We can't even confess when we walk into Walmart and 
somebody cuts us off with their cart and we're cursing them out in the aisle? Are we confessing Jesus Christ as our Lord? Are we recognizing his power? Or are we seeing people in Walmart who are broken and and, and I use Walmart because Walmart, you see everything from the rich to the poor. And so when you are in Walmart and you see a woman who's limping, do you recognize Jesus' power and say, excuse me, can I pray with you without caring who's there? If God gives you a word of knowledge for uh, somebody at the, at, at the grocery store or wherever you're at, you know, say you're in a little, little village somewhere and you're the only one that believes in Jesus Christ. Are you going to be the one that stands? Are you going to be the one that says, I don't care what you say, God is Lord. Jesus is Lord and he will wreck this place because I stand and I believe. What if you were the only one in the, on the cruise ship, right? I, I know a lot of friends of mine that likes to take, that like to go on cruises. I've never been on one. I'll go on one though, uh, hopefully before the end of this year, but I'm not, I'm not stressing it. Um, but I have a lot of friends who go on cruise ships and what if you were the only one as they are doing sit and this has happened um you are the only one that's on a cruise ship believing in christ i remember a story one of um my spiritual mother told me that she went on it was like a women's cruise ship thing and um she happened to pass by a room or something to that effect granted it's like third party story so i'm butchering it a little bit hear me she was passing by a room of witches who were doing a seance to the marine goddess. And she, now she's, God bless her, she's a little bit of an instigator. And so she wanted to go in and start asking a ton of questions. Not rudefully, not meanfully, but really just getting wisdom on what they were doing. And um, all the other girls are like, don't you dare. <laughs> no, 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 no. And see, I would have been with her. I'd have been like, let's go. Let's find out what they're doing. Let's find out let's let's find out let's let's you know let's figure it out but um so we have to be we have to be okay we have to be all right believing in our heart you know um there is a scripture and it's the abundance of from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so if we believe in our heart that jesus is lord that's what's going to speak if we believe in our heart that god raised jesus from the dead we will be saved. That's what will come out. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be saved. But our confession will be exactly the same. Because if we acknowledge and confess with our mouth, it's at our mouth. Now, isn't our mouth a two-edged sword? Doesn't life and death come in the power of our tongue? So if that is the case, if we confess through our mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, could, could you imagine our tongue, right? Like, I'm a very visual person, so I can actually imagine my tongue being a sword. And as I'm recognizing his power, everything that is not of God has to be slayed in, because of my words, my tongue because I'm confessing Jesus is Lord. I'm recognizing his authority. So when I walk into a room and I begin to speak, the very sword begins to cut the room because the authority of Jesus Christ is there. Not has anything to do with me. It's my confession that Jesus is Lord. My God, Jesus is Lord. 
He is Lord. He is Lord. He raised from the dead. That is my confession. And that Jesus is the Lord, majesty in God, as God. If this is my confession, I bring life. I bring healing. Not because of anything I personally, Stephanie, has done. There's nothing prophetess Stephanie has done. There's nothing in my title that has done anything. It is my mouth and the confession that Jesus is Lord. This is, this is salvation. This is, because it says right at the end. If all of this, you acknowledge, confess, right? You believe in your heart, you will be saved. You will be saved. Isn't that amazing? God, that just gives me chills because there's the simplicity of it. Acknowledge, confess, believe. Three words in a whole scripture and you will be saved. You will be saved. So let's go ahead and um, do a prayer and a kind of a declaration. So declaration first. And it says, Today, I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life, body, mind, and soul. I believe that Jesus was risen from the dead so that I would have life and I will be saved. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every single person that is listening to this. I pray that they would understand their confession of you, that they would understand the power they have just in their confession of Jesus Christ. That is the miracle that can create signs and wonders. That is the glory of the Father being released, is the confession of Jesus Christ as Lord. Today, God, we come before you. We thank you. We honor you in this time, in this hour. I pray for every single person that the fire of God would be unleashed. And so we believe that today. So I leave you, amen. So I leave you with that. And please find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. If you have any questions, email us, intimatefactor at gmail. Now this is Intimate Factor, a place where you can learn how to be intimate like you never have before. Thank you again. That's it for today. God bless you all. Love you. Thank you.